Welcome to Local Matter Sports. This is your host, Sam Brooks. Got a special guest in the studio today. Name is Jerry Pugh. He's the owner of Workout Anytime. Welcome to the show, Jerry. Thank you. Glad to be here. Uh, last year started something a little different on the show, Jerry, a, a focus on fitness. Um, as we start the new year every year, folks tend um, to get a little excited about and maybe getting a little bit more motivated uh, to their fitness and, and the goals that they have throughout the year, whether it be fitness-related, nutrition-related, whatever it might be. And so I, I felt like um, last year it was a good time to kind of start that conversation, uh, and we dedicated four shows, I believe, last year to fitness in, in uh, 2023. And that went over well and had a lot of great feedback uh, from folks around the area uh, that they enjoyed that. And so I thought we would do it again this year. And I was lucky enough to talk to uh, EJ, co-owner there at uh, Workout Anytime last year on the show. And we did uh, two good shows with him where we talked about a, a really an assortment of stuff associated with fitness and, and you know what you guys had to offer in uh, your gym and uh, others uh, came in and, and we were able to do the same thing and we had a pretty good series there. Uh, and, uh, I thought we'd do that again this year, but I wanted to definitely get you on the show and, and really get folks, uh, uh, to know you a little bit better. And, uh, we'll talk about your background, but I really appreciate you coming on the show today. Thank you a lot, Sam. Yeah. Great to have you. So let's, let's kind of get to know you a little bit out there. I, I think there may be a few people in Cookville and area that don't know you <laughs> that might be listening to the show. So, uh, let's tell a little bit about yourself. where did you grow up and, and, uh, you know, get into family a little bit. You have any kids and, and tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I was born in Crossville, uh, graduated from Cumberland County. You're a jet then. Yep. Jet 1989. Uh, moved to Cookville in 96 to um i was actually uh going to tech and uh moved to cookville and was still uh, at the time i was uh going to the the paramedic program at tennessee tech and then so i was working in cumberland county as a as an emt and going to tech to become a paramedic and then uh once i actually graduated from uh, that paramedic program, I uh, started work uh, at Putnam County EMS and um, was there for a while, really loved that, just kind of moved up in the ranks there and became a supervisor. And I think I've always been an entrepreneur, so my entrepreneur mind kept wondering about what can I do to be a business owner. And so I ended up buying into my dad's business. Uh, my dad had a farming business, and that was in 2005. And um, stayed with EMS until uh, 2007. Um, I got started there in 1997, stayed till 2007. But just I'm, I've had a lot of people say I'm a serial serial entrepreneur because I just, <laughs> uh, you know, I was a workaholic. I mean, yeah. I, I, that's what I did. I would even as a paramedic, I would, I worked. I'd work seven days on and then work four days on my off week. You know, we'd work seven days on, seven days off. So I've just always been, and I'm always wanting to rise up in the ranks, be the best I can be, do whatever I can to move up. But, um, and so whenever um, I was able to buy into my dad's business, it kind of started the whole entrepreneur. I would read, you know, I would read those uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad series books and different things like that. You know, how, how do I become, you know, an entrepreneur, a better entrepreneur? Um, was always passionate about fitness. Um, I just worked out, 
uh, got in really, really good shape. Um, and that's kind of how I got into, you know, the fitness business was because I loved fitness. Of course, I always tell everybody, if you love something, you probably shouldn't go into that business because then it becomes difficult to, mm-hmm. uh, if you're passionate about fitness, maybe, I don't know, it's hard to own a gym, run a gym. Maybe if you had one gym, but you know, when we have multiple locations, it's difficult um, I think to continue that passion about, you know, fitness, it's something you really have to work out. So what are your locations? I meant, I meant to touch on that. Too. So awesome. we have 20 locations currently we have, um, in, in Tennessee, we've got one in Spring Hill, one in Lenox village, one in Hermitage, one in Cookville, Crossville, Hickson and Morristown. And then we have three locations in Florida, three locations in Georgia, two of Virginia, one in Alabama, and four in Texas. And all those locations you're partnered in? Yes. Wow, that's um, growth since you first started way back in you know Florida when you first got involved with your first gym. Man, that that's some pretty good growth there. It is, and I probably wasn't expecting to grow that fast. You know, it was just it just kind of happened. Uh, a door would open, an owner would decide they wanted to get out. We didn't open all of those. We right. opened. I think we've opened maybe seven of those, and the other ones we've um, you know took from other workout anytime owners that were either just looking to do something else, or maybe it was a gym that was struggling, and the franchisor would come and say, hey, we'd like for you to take this location over because you, you know, you've done well with your other locations. Yeah, beneficial for them because you've been successful in the, the gyms that you've dealt with, and, and that nice for them as the, you know, the, the franchise to be able to bring in somebody that kind of knows how to get it done, right? For sure. That, that's awesome. I mean, we're the we are the largest franchisee. There's about 190 locations of workout anytime, um, mostly in the southeast. They are in a lot of other states, but the majority of them are in the southeast. It was a, a fitness brand that was started in um, close to Atlanta, and uh, the first one gym opened up there around Atlanta. But um, you know, we've been blessed. Um, we've won several awards with the franchise, and you know, we just try to do things right and. Try to keep pushing the brand to be better. That's awesome. What a success story. Looking at your Facebook page, I see you have two lovely kids there also. I do. Um, Britton and Weston. Um, they were, I'd say that, I always say that uh, God, I was lucky enough that he gave them to me for me to take care of. So, <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe for them to take care yeah, of you. Yeah, for right? them to take care of me. But, but yeah, they're... Um, they both go to Prescott, so. Yeah, I know somebody there at Prescott. Yeah, yeah. I think you do, yes. A pretty <laughs> decent principal there, I think. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's a great school, and, you know, uh, it's they. Uh, Weston uh, is 15 and Britton is 11, and uh, Britton plays soccer at, he played soccer last year at Prescott and is involved, a lot involved with the all-in, and mm-hmm. so he's, and I wasn't a big sports guy growing up. I was uh, more of the, I was the, in band mm-hmm. you know growing up i was always at the games i'm a i love sports you know I, I mean i'm always watching sports if you come to the house you're probably going to see espn on but i never really played sports but was always around sports from being uh, involved in in the band at cchs yeah f- fitness you know it doesn't matter if you ever played sports i mean taking care of yourself eventually becomes important to most people and it so that, that's cool to see that that you you know band is I tell the story all the time. I coached football down at Upperman High School for five years when I was down there, and we w- we would come in for um, fall camp, and I would get there about seven in the morning, and the band was there. Yep. And you know we'd practice, and we'd go to lunch, and I'd look out there, and the band was there. 
And we'd come back from lunch, and we'd do our second practice, and we'd go all the way through practice, and I'd look out, and the band was there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that's uh, that's definitely something that you put a lot of, of effort and time into. And for sure. definitely appreciate those guys for what they do, man. You wouldn't have a halftime show at a football game if it wasn't for the great bands that, that we have in the areas. What, what was it like for you growing up in Cumberland County? Um, You know, life was a lot simpler then. Um you know, I uh, I think about I went to school at North, or I went to school at Woody, and then when Woody closed, I went to school at North. Um, was a good student, I think. You know, made good grades. Was probably not the um, I wasn't an outspoken kid. You know, growing up, I was probably very shy. Realistically, mm-hmm. um, I think that it's crazy how I was probably pretty introverted until. Um, opening these gyms, and mm-hmm. you can't be a gym owner and be introverted. You know, you have to learn how to talk to everybody. But you know, I, I enjoyed Crossville. had had a lot of friends, and just did the thing. I wish I could go back and you know do that again. Um, and just just like I say, simpler time. I remember being. We talk about it all the time. We'd leave the house in the morning, and when we were young, and wouldn't show back up till dark, and. Uh, and we, that was okay. That was okay. And we were, you know, 12. <laughs> yeah. I've got a younger brother that's five years younger than me, and we were all, always out somewhere. Man, how the world has changed in a short period of time. I don't think we'd allow our kids to, to do that without knowing where they were. No. No. We li- I mean, we lived in a subdivision, and, you know, there's a lot of houses there. But, wow, I can't imagine my boys being out of my sight for I mean, they go to the neighbor's house, and I'm – calling them where are you are you okay you know yeah. right next door we got all those apps now we can follow them <laughs> yeah, exactly. a, a little bit on at least yep. so you talk about your dad having an agriculture business what did that look like when you were growing up so i was always involved in that he he grew green beans and harvested beans with machines and hmm. um we um so i drove i mean i remember driving a machine when i was 11 12 you know 13 all wow. there and i would he would put me in a machine. So I kind of grew up around that my whole life. And then, um, you know, dad, he wanted me to be involved in the, and, you know, and I also think about as a kid, the things that I would, my dad would, I was a much older kid than my kids are. And there's no way at 11 years old, I would let my 11 year old boy drive a, you know, a machine, uh, that weighs 30,000 pounds, wow. uh, picking machines. And, and, I was 13 driving it on the road, you know, moving it. I moved it from Carthage to Crossville by myself on the road when I was 13 years old. So, you know, I just think about uh, how crazy that is. And I was always, you know, he'd put me in a tractor plowing ground or, you know, that was. And and I I, I appreciate that. It probably made me who I was today. You know, my dad was an entrepreneur. I always say how how hard he worked. Mm. You know, I'd be out there in the field with him from morning till night i remember eating we'd eat lunch and then we'd have mayonnaise and bread left over and so we'd have a mayonnaise sandwich (laughs) you know before that's what we because we were out there late and there was nothing else to eat those were good times for sure (laughs) for sure no doubt we're talking to jerry Pugh, owner of workout anytime we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. 
But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Welcome back to Local Matter Sports. This is your host, Sam Brooks. We have owner of Workout Anytime in the studio today, Mr. Jerry Pugh. Jerry, we were talking about growing up in Cumberland County when we went to a break. And, you know, you also, uh, a- after you got out of school, you came to tech, you got into EMS world. And uh, our buddy Randy Porter, uh, you know, managed it at that time. And um, what a great guy. But uh, what, what interested you about getting into EMS? And I told you we were kind of trying to start a program in Putnam County for the youngsters in high school to get involved in that. So what, what attracted you to that? I had a couple of friends at the time, I was actually working at a at a car wash. I was the assistant manager of a car wash in Crossville, and they were going through EMT school. I would they would in the afternoons they'd be practicing their skills, you know, because they had EMT school that night. So I just kind of got interested in it, and then decided that I wanted to uh, see what it was about, you know, see what because as a when I originally went to school, when I right out of got out of high school, uh, I wanted. I was going to go try to be a doctor. Like that was what I originally wanted to do. So I was very interested in, in the medical field and then ended up working for my dad off and on and, and ended up not getting, uh, I was going to tech for a biochemistry degree and ended up not getting that degree. But so I started taking, um, EMT classes and, uh, I fell in love with that industry. Just, uh, I don't know, you know, you feel like you're helping people and, and there's an adrenaline rush. I'm not going to say there's not, you know, when you're running lights and sirens, you know, you're going and you're trying to help people. I think, um, I think that's really what attracts a lot of people to that. It's just either the help people, the adrenaline rush, both, um, you know, you get to drive fast and legally. <laughs> so well, it's a calling. I yep. mean, and, and you know, the work that you have to do, you're talking about, uh, emergency medical situations is all you pretty much all you deal with. Yep. And there has to be an adrenaline rush associated with that. But I'm sure you've seen some pretty pretty intense situations. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's been – I ran my last call, I believe it was January of 2008, and I still dream sometimes. I, I told Randy I – I ran into Randy a while back, and we had a conversation about it. And I told him – I. St- he asked me if I missed it, and I said, I still dream sometimes all night long I'm running ambulance calls. I'm starting IVs. I'm doing all this stuff, and it's been 16 years since I ran my last call. It's crazy how that stuff kind of still is part of your life. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. That is amazing. But you put it's, – it's so intense, and, you know, you talked about your schedule. Um, I think it was seven days on, six days off, or seven days off there. So, yeah, it was seven on, seven off. It's one of the things that I really liked because, you know, you can – you get a basically a, I felt like, hey, I get a vacation every other week. I get seven days off. Of course, me, being the person I am, I would always work extra on my week off. And, you know, EMS is one of those things, if you really put it, you get out of it what you put in it. And if you put 100% in it, you, you're going to move up the ranks. You're going to, and that's just what I did. You know, when I was there, I, 
I wanted to be, you know, I started as an EMT, then I went to IV. There was at the time they had it was EMT, then EMT IV, then paramedic, and I went all through all those, and then went from Cumberland County to Putnam County, and then just felt like that Putnam County was the right place for me. Um, really, you know, really enjoyed, you know, Randy and uh, and Tommy now, Tommy mm-hmm. Copeland. You know, uh, he was there, is still there now, but. And I really worked hard to become a training officer and then to become a supervisor. And, and it was hard for me to leave that because I had such a passion for that industry. And the only reason I did was just chasing entrepreneurship. Yeah. That's it. You know, to be a business owner. I wanted to be a business owner. That was it. Wow. So I, I, I'm, I'm sitting and listening to this. And um, for young people out there that are interested in the health sciences, you know, the, gosh, things have really developed for them because you, you can get some certifications in high school along the way that can get you to that EMT beginning level job. And you can use that, you know, to work your way through a two-year school, four-year school, uh, all the way up to possibly being a doctor if you wanted to. There's been a few doctors that were working at Putnam County um, as EMTs and worked their way up and you know, we're now physicians. I've, I remember the two or three of them that I had met along the way. Um, that, and even when I was there, there was a, uh, a guy that I was working with, EMT, who's now a doctor. And uh, I believe even at time, Doctor Fox was there, and um, you know, there were several different doctors that started on the ambulance and ended up being, you know, emergency doctors or different doctors. Wow. That's incredible. All right, so let's let's pull it back into uh, you know kind of what we're here for and, and what you got into. But that uh, you know being an entrepreneur, entrepreneur and a business owner really was especially when you got back with your dad and you started working that business again. You really started getting more motivated to growing you know your businesses as, you know as time went on and and that led to the gym. And your first gym ended up being in in Florida. Let's talk a little bit about how that happened. So I had a friend, he's a family member, um, I asked him, I said, if you had to give me one piece of advice, what would it be? And he said, diversify. So that's when I decided I'm going to do other things. I mean, my dad's always been a one business owner. He owned the, the farming business for me. You know, it was okay, well, I've, I've got the farming business and I want to own a gym. And, um, and you know, and then I started Another story. I started a body shop in Crossville, so you probably don't even know that. I have a body <laughs> shop in Crossville, but that was even, um, you know, before that was around the same time um, that we were getting into the to the gym business. But, you know, the gyms are just something that it was easy for me to do that because I was just so passionate about that industry. I was passionate about seeing people in there. And I always said I wanted like people are happy most of the time when they're at the gym. You know, they're, they're happy. They just talk to everybody. It's a social thing. And, and I really enjoyed that side of the gym industry just, and, and it was knowing that it was helping people. You know, I was, I felt like I'm helping people in a different way than I was as a paramedic. I'm helping people hopefully live longer, healthier lives. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, and, And so you've been in a while now. So, um, in your mind, how has it changed? How has running a gym and, and what you have to offer your clientele, how has that changed from when you got started to, to now? I felt like in the gym boom, probably in, 
when they, when we had, I think it was the downturn, the recession, or whatever they call it in 2007, eight, that's really when you saw this high volume, low price model, which is what we are part of, r- really kind of flourish. And uh, that's when you saw a lot of the workout any times and, and things pop up. That's when that brand. But then you could just throw a gym up anywhere and as long as it has some equipment. And they had a few amenities, tanny beds and, and hydro massage. But people would just kind of flock to that. But now the gym industry is so competitive. We have to have offerings and put in a lot more money, a lot more amenities than we did in the beginning to get to not, to get, um, not much more people than we have than right. they had back then. So, I mean, you're fighting for a, you know, industry standard. Industry says 20% of the people join a gym. And it's maybe higher in some states, but that's what industry says. So we're fighting for, we have all these gyms, and we're fighting for twenty percent of the population uh, that's going to join a gym. Do you, do you still feel like you, you have folks during New Year's time that join and then don't follow through? They join and then stop. Is is that still prominent? We do, and it's you know we talked about uh, you know we talked about the success session. Like one of the things. Uh, the whole thing about getting into a gym is getting involved early. If we can get people involved and get them in a routine of coming on a, a weekly basis, one, two, three times a week, we found that they stay a lot longer because they feel um, obligated to come. And if they become part of that community, they feel like they're letting people down if they don't go to the gym. So it's, it's so important to get involved early when you start your gym journey. That's very interesting there. We're talking to Jerry Pugh, Workout Anytime owner. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Good job, man. Welcome back to Local Matter Sports. This is your host, Sam Brooks. Jerry Pugh in the hot seat today, in the house, with Workout Anytime, the owner over there. And So let, let's really dive back into fitness for 2024. That's really what I wanted to concentrate on now that we've kind of introduced you to everybody and they know who you are and what you're doing. So, um I'll pose this question to you again. Somebody walks in off the street. Um, they come to you and they say, hey, I really want to start getting more fit. Maybe they're 30, 40, 50, what, 60, you know, however years old. Tell, tell them what they're going to expect when they walk into your place of business. So the first thing, obviously, we bring them, we show them everything in the gym and just kind of find out what they're wanting. Like we ask a lot of questions to make sure that we get them signed up with the right membership. We have multiple offerings. And, you know, to make sure that they're going to use the premium amenities, you know, like we, we may put them on or normally we'll put them on one of the massage chairs, show them all the, the sauna, show them everything and just, you know, hey, this is what this is. And is this what you are you going to use this stuff? Would you like to use it? And then the next thing we do before after we sign them up, we get them in a success session, which a success session is they get to meet with a trainer and really just kind of evaluate where they are in their fitness journey or if it's the very beginning of the fitness journey, what they want to accomplish. And then some people at that point will say, well, I don't know what to do and I need somebody to help me. And they'll just, they'll decide on personal training. They don't have to decide on personal training. They can still meet with their premium membership. They can still meet with that personal trainer once a month just to kind of see where they are, what they're doing, if they're moving in the right directions. And it, it, and like we talked about earlier, it's important it's important for them to do that once a month to meet with that personal trainer just to kind of keep them engaged in the right. gym. And, you know, and that personal trainer will give some suggestions as far as we talked about the three-dimensional scan that they'll get. I think that's included every month. 
and they'll say, okay, if you want to lose weight, these are the amount of calories you need to do. And it, it's a, it's kind of a, these are the things you need to do. And they give them a guidelines of how to get there. And then some people can do it themselves. Right. And some people do need that extra motivation or, or somebody to kind of guide them along the way. And then once they get to it, then they can drop off and do it by themselves. Point is you have that available. Absolutely. And then on the opposite end of that, and we've said it before, nutrition is so important. You know, if you have goals to lose weight, not just work out more, but to lose weight, nutrition becomes a very valuable aspect of, of your goals. And so you also have people that can coach them up on that. Yeah, a lot of people don't understand nutrition. They don't understand, like, what do I need to eat? How, you know, they don't understand they can actually eat more of the right foods and be eating less calories and lose weight. Um, it's just, I mean, I think people are understanding that more today, but you'll still see people that will see people that I, I know, then they'll say they're on a diet and they maybe eat a salad, but they get you know, three extra ranches for it, mm-hmm. you know, ranch dressing or whatever to put on it. And they don't understand that they could, you know, eat more food than they're getting and have less calories. And it's, it's just really nutritional coaching uh, is really what our trainers do. Just say, okay, here's a list of things we recommend you eat. Try to get this many. And here's how, you know, try to get this many grams of protein in a day and, you know, try to stay under this calories. Or if you're trying to gain muscle, try to get to this level of calories, this level of protein, and if if people really are serious about it, you know, they can do that. And, and it, it's so important. I mean, I, I've been on fitness journey without nutrition. I've been on a fitness journey with nutrition. And the changes my body made with nutrition are, you know, leaps and bounds of where it made with no no nutrition. No, no doubt. I mean, and that's, gosh, the, the things that you've been able to see over the years. What are some things that stick out in your mind of, of people that have come in that had certain goals and, and just – you know, at the end of their, you know, probably still there actually, but it just really met their goals and it, it really turned their life around. I'm, I'm sitting here talking about turning lives around, but that happens in the gyms. It actually happens. Absolutely. I mean, I, I remember people coming in and, and their goal was to be able to get down. I mean, this is be able to get down on the floor and play with their, their grandchild. Right. Uh, and at that point they could barely do anything and just, then you know six months later they're they're able to do that and it, it, it's changed their life and then the people that come in and say you know I've, i'm a diabetic and i need to lose 100 pounds and my and my doctor says you know this this is what i need to do and i, I need help doing it and they do it and then their life is completely different i mean that you see those people they look they're really and they become so engaged in the gym the gym is part of their life because they realize the gym gave them their life back because they just got involved and and really put into it i'll talk about anything you you get out of it what you put into it and it's not about going to the gym seven days a week it's about being consistent and going to the gym three days a week going to the gym two days a week but when you're there you know giving it your all and and understand understand what giving it all means i mean my giving it all and somebody else's giving it all may be different, but that doesn't mean that it's any less important. And you got to find a way to be happy about it. I mean, you don't want to go to the gym and do things that, that make you unhappy. Exactly. You know, if you're not a if free weights is not for everybody, you know, and it's, but sometimes that's all people know, Yep. you know, from their past. So they don't know that there's a world of things that they can do to burn those calories beyond just throwing some 45s on the bar and, and pumping them. And that's why we added, I mean, I, I know the new gym, we call it the new workout anytime, you know, that's why we added all these amenities. If people don't like lifting weights, we, we're building a classroom where they can they can take their own class. They can go in and choose 
there'll be a kiosk there. They can choose from 600 classes and say, I want, it'll pop up on the screen. There'll be equipment in the room they can use. They can take that class. We've got a, a functional training area that's going to have turf. They're going to have things they can do in there. And just the new amenities, like with, you talk about the sauna, the sauna burns calories. The sauna detoxifies. The sauna uh, is better for recovery. The same as the cryotherapy. It does this all. They all kind of do a lot of the same things. It's just with a different, in a different way. The red light therapy. I mean, it same thing. It's good for cellulite. It's good for your skin. It's good for you know your joints. There's just a lot of different health benefits on all the new things that we're putting in the gym. And there's 20 percent of the people like to work out. The other 80 percent of the people is probably kind of where we're going with these all these new amenities. Yes. Because lifting weights, like we talked about, is not necessarily that fun, and people feel weird. They feel like they don't know what they're doing. But anybody can come in and enjoy the other things that's not necessarily lifting weights. If you're not exercising, and you, you can just pick up a routine of walking 20 to 30 minutes three times a week. Yep. Man, you've positively affected the, your overall health, correct? Agree. And maybe don't be, you know, don't be embarrassed to go sit in the sauna or don't, you know, go do the red light therapy and Go you know, get a massage. I mean, those things, just those things will increase your circulation, and which we know if you're making your circulation better, you will live a healthier life and live a longer, healthier life. And we all, we all know uh, a lot of us sit around and, at home and uh, eat the chocolate and watch the, the you know, binge show, watch you know, some of the shows when you could take some of that time, not all of it, some of that time, Get yourself in the gym with yourself or a partner and spend some of that time doing something that's going to be rewarding to you and, and, and probably a lot more fun than sitting on the couch watching TV. It is. And I have like friends that will call me and say, hey, I'm going to the gym. Are you going to be there? Because it is community. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, and you get there. If you there's people that like to go at the same time every single day because they know that the the people that is going to be there and they talk and, and it just becomes their social time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so important to have that social interaction in the gym because it's going to make you more of a lifelong fitness person than if you just go in there and don't talk to anybody. And it's it's just so important to have that. Jerry, I, I think that's what keep uh, keeps people around a while, you know, is to being able to develop those relationships either with friends they uh, knew already or some that they develop um, while they're at the gym. And you can't – if you get on some type of schedule, you're, you're going to run into those people who are on the same – kind of type schedule as you are so you tend to you know one day you say hi to one of them and the next day you talk to them and you know you you start developing relationships and that i think that social aspect of it is so important because uh, we all have our work lives and and we deal with those every day and that's the norm but then what we do outside of that is what you know kind of drives us and and where we have fun so to speak and, and can develop that social uh, aspect and enjoyment in our lives so uh, something that that is that important you know uh, it needs to people really need to take a tough look at that and, and really if that's if you think a gym is in your future you know get in there you know take a look at it try it out may you may you won't know you like it unless you try it out and i'm not one of those guys that can do the home gym yeah uh, the worst thing in the world for me is to try and create a gym at my home and work out there by myself that doesn't do anything for me at all. No, that's not me. I've, you know, people have said, why don't you build a gym at home? And I, I just, I need that social interaction. I mean, even if I don't, I just waving at somebody when I'm at the gym or just saying hello. Uh, and I know that I'm going to find something else to do at home. If I built a gym at home, I'd be, before you know it, I'd be 
off in another room doing something and I never finish my workout. So I need, I need a place to focus. When I go, I need to focus on what I'm doing. Yeah, I, I agree. And that, that's so, such an important aspect. But today, you know, time is always the problem. And, and you just mentioned you're, you're in competition for 20% of the population that's out there. And I, I wish we could get that to 30 to 40% of the population. And some of the things you're doing with your gym, that's on top of just regular, what people would think of working out is really going to draw some of those folks in when they find out about it. We hope, I mean, that's the whole, that's the whole reason we're doing it just to kind of people that don't, like I said, that don't necessarily like to lift weights. And what we're hoping is they'll come in, enjoy the sauna, maybe enjoy massage. And then I might want to lift weights today. And exactly. Can you show me what this machine does or can you tell me what that does? And, and again, we know that I talked about, I mean, I think uh, my dad is 79 and he works out in my, he lives in Homestead, Florida, where we opened the first gym. So he, uh, he's the mayor of the gym down there. (laughs) (laughs) He, uh, he's there five days a week, you know, working and working out and doing his thing. And he walks outside and, you know, cause the weather's warm down there all the time. But, uh, most people see him and say, there's no way you're 79 years old. But That is awesome. That is incredible. Well, we, we appreciate you joining us today. And uh, just real quick, um, I know people are going to be interested in, in, in some of the uh, plans that you have. So how uh, minimally, uh, what is the cost per month for a customer to get into a gym plan? So our we have memberships as low as 999 and uh, the premium is 3499 The premium includes everything in the gym. Gotcha. And, you know, when gyms first started way back, I remember that being a lot higher. Yep. And so it's really come down, but the amenities have gone up. So if you guys out there listening and interested in, you know, reaching those New Year's resolutions and getting your uh, workout on, uh, think about work out anytime in Jerry Pugh down there and see them and they'll get you started. And we are a focus on fitness for 2024. And uh, glad to have that conversation with you, Jerry. We'll have to have you back on the show sometime later on. But Thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Sam. And thank you guys for joining us again on Local Matter Sports. This is your host, Sam Brooks. We'll see you next time.